Welcome to Sports Tonight. I'm sports producer Scott Pennyman here with uh, Bailey, sports director Bailey. Bailey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? This Friday, you know, it's just one of those, you know, you know how Fridays are, right? Yeah. Here, hold on. Oh, let me yep. get this. Do that. There we go. Hey, now we got everything. Now we fixed everything. It's, like I said, it's Friday, man. It's I mean, the preseason. Normally goes to the... It's also the preseason, so we're good. Well, well I heard you, as we talk about the preseason, I, I, I heard you giving us some Falcons news uh, in the sixth. About, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that all about? So, it's preseason. It's the first game. I think it's the right move not to play Desmond Ritter in this one. Um, Falcons fans will have to wait another week until the Bengals come to town for preseason two to see if he plays then. But if he's truly your guy and they're going to treat him like he's the guy, uh, you're in Miami. It's 10 times hotter. It's way too early to even risk an injury. And when you have Taylor Heineke and other backups, it's worth getting them reps. So, no, you will not see Ritter and who knows who else you may not see. I would not totally be surprised if you don't see Bijan Robinson. But why, though? Well, so think about it. Tyler Algier, Cordero Patterson, you going to play them? Yeah, but I mean, okay, so I just think... And if you're not going to play them, why would you play Bijan? Look, I'm all for not playing Ritter if you weren't going to play guys on the offensive line. Like if Jake Matthews and those guys were going to be out, which I guess they could be still, but if Mm -hmm. a lot of those guys were going to be out, then yeah, I totally understand not wanting to play Desmond Ritter. He's your quarterback. You don't want him to get hurt behind second and third string offensive linemen. I get it. But for where the Falcons are at right now, this is not a well well oiled established machine like this it's not like you got Aaron Rodgers back there or you know Tom Brady or somebody like that back there you have a young quarterback who's trying to get continuity with the guys around him he's got some new pieces around him he only started what four games last year I just think he needs to play as much football as possible and I get it look I mean if he's dealing with some kind of injury or isn't feeling well I totally understand it that changes everything but if he's totally healthy ready to go I don't get the uh, the thinking behind sitting a young quarterback who needs reps. I understand the reps argument. I this is this is a hard debate, and I don't know what decisions I would make as a head coach. But if it was me, I probably would play the safe route and not play him, especially if you just spent all week in joint practices and you're having controlled environments where the offense can go against a different defense and the Dolphins. Um, it's not a necessity. You also have two other preseason games, so it's not the end of the world. Um, but I do understand. People People wanting to uh, see the continuity and um, getting him familiar with his weapons and making this offense look better than what it did last season at the end. And really just one other preseason game, right? Because mm-hmm. nobody's playing that last one. I mean, no. that's going to be a bunch of guys who are going to be uh, gym teachers and probably this time, ne- <laughs> this time next season. So that's who normally plays in that final preseason game, guys who are going to be health teachers, gym teachers, and personal trainers within the next couple years. So if we're going to see Desmond, right, there's only what – three opportunities, right, to see him, mm-hmm. and you just miss one right here. So for me, it's not even about seeing Desmond. I mean, we've seen him. He'll play week one, and if they feel really good about it, cool. I just think that last part about what you said, I mean, I, I just feel like for for where the Falcons are at, each team has a different set of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, for where the Falcons are at, I just think that the more the better, right? I mean, the more he gets under center, the more he gets that continuity going with the guys around mm-hmm. him. I just feel like that'll be better for the long run. I mean, you see guys like, if I'm not mistaken, 
I think like last couple of years, Patrick Mahomes played in the first preseason game a mm-hmm. little bit, played a series or two. If it's look, if playing in preseason isn't too good for Patrick Mahomes, it certainly shouldn't be too good for Desmond Ritter. Yeah, well, you know? Patrick Mahomes has won a few Super Bowls and he can basically do whatever he wants. I'm sure if Desmond Ritter went and won a couple 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 Super Bowls, he could end up doing whatever he wanted as well. Yeah, I mean, if he look, I mean, hey, maybe this works out, and maybe. He has a Joe Montana or a Tom Brady type season this year, mm-hmm. and, then, and then I'm going to shut up, you know. But yeah, I mean, I would have liked to have seen him get out there, but you know what? At the end of the day, all we're going to judge him by is what happens starting September 10th when yep. Carolina comes to town and and young Bryce Young comes to town and uh, what that matchup is like. That's what we're going to judge him by. Yep. So I, I guess I'll just leave it alone. All yep, right, for sure. So hey, look. So some cool news today. Uh, so their offensive lineman, uh, left tackle. Sort of a, uh, he's been there for many years, blocked for some different quarterbacks there. Jake Matthews is going to the 2023, uh, he's going to be a part of the Hall of Fame class at Texas A&M. He was drafted in the first round of 2014. Now, it, one of the reasons I want to bring this up is we talked a lot about the other day when we were talking about Johnny Manziel mm-hmm. and that, uh, mm-hmm. that, um, 2014 draft class. He was a part of that with Johnny. Okay. Um, and he's still, Going strong for the Falcons, made a Pro Bowl, but more importantly, he's been one of the the stalwarts on that offensive line. He's there game in and game out. So I think it's good that he's getting his flowers for what he did at Texas a and Yeah. And, man, that Matthews family, they can kick out some players, can't they? Man, can't they? <laughs> what it would be to have those genetics, man, make millions just playing the game. I mean, yeah, no, it's really cool to back – to be there during the Johnny era and how far they've come. And I think it's really cool always when schools honor those who have played for so long and he's still going strong too. So I, I think that's, it's always such an honor. And I, I know at least for me, when I go back to my alma mater, I feel some type of way. So I can only imagine how these star football players that are in the SEC, when they get to go back, they have to have a huge feeling of just gratitude and how far they've come. And just, and I remember bef- right before that draft, before 2014, mm-hmm. we were talking about, you know, I remember going into it, they were saying, this might be one of the best drafts of all time. And I think when you look back at it, maybe for the wide receiver position, there were some great wide receivers uh-huh. that came out of that draft. But I was looking at this top 10. Let, let's 2000- read, it, read it to me. All right, so real quick, Jadavian Clowney went number one overall. He kind of, Overrated, but okay. Right, kind of an uninspiring, yeah. you know. Yeah, but he was, he was, he was highly, highly regarded back then. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was, I mean... At pretty much after that hit against Michigan, man, when mm-hmm. he crushed that wide receiver, he was he was the guy, and I think he went on kind of like a lazy, talented guy yeah. who kind of had a maybe an above average NFL career, but yeah. nothing more than that. So Greg Robinson went number two, same position Jake Matthews plays, left tackle. He's been mm-hmm. out the league for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to Auburn. Blake Bortles went number three. Wild. Uh, Sammy Watkins went number four. Okay. Also, I will say Khalil Mack at number five. He's probably had yeah. a borderline Hall of Fame career. Uh, Jake Matthews went number six. He's still in the league, still playing strong, still the starting left so tackle. So Khalil Mack. I mean, injured, yeah. but. Mike Evans, he's, he's had a pretty good, obviously yeah. a very good career. Yeah. Uh, then Justin Gilbert went eight. Woof. <laughs> Go Pokes, though. <laughs> Anthony Barr went number nine. He, he, okay. Yeah, pretty solid career. He just re-signed with someone. Was yeah. it Vegas? I think, yeah, either Vegas or the Saints. I know he was one of the two. The Saints, yeah, 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 yeah. And Eric Ebron, uh, number 10. Okay. <laughs> That's a very uninspiring. Yeah, <laughs> but the middle part of that wasn't too shabby. Yeah, you know, it's just one of you know. Mine is Justin Gilbert, but <laughs> that's your guy, not my guy. Listen, <laughs> I'll claim him because he is a, a cowboy, but 
Yeah. So, hey, so while we're on the 2014 draft. Um, I was about to say, my guy, my an- favorite receiver in the league. Exactly. He was taken in 2014, probably the best receiver from that draft who's still playing. And he went down today uh, in, in uh, joint practices with a leg injury. Uh, after the game, Josh McDaniel sort of downplayed it and said it's not incredibly serious. But if he goes down, man, that Oakland team's in trouble. He is. Not Oakland, I'm sorry. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Um, I will say this. Um, Devontae Adams is an underrated receiver. Underrated? Wow. Underrated. Wow, really? For what he does, yes. Woo! Give me him over Cooper Cup. Sure. Give me him yeah. over Amari Cooper. Yeah, for sure. But, sure, but sure. the reason I say that is because Amari and Devontae get a lot of comparisons, especially with their route running. Devontae Adams is a better route runner than Amari Cooper. And Amari Cooper's a phenomenal route runner. I agree with that. Yeah, um, I, I won't argue that. Yeah, I think he's still underrated. Even though people would probably put him in a top five, I think he's underrated still. Man, I mean, when you think about Devontae Adams and what he's been, I put him personally. I mean, as far as that's why I guess when you say underrated. You, yeah, I, where I would you most, put him? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's still one of the top – Three receivers in football. Even I now? do too, but I think that like I've talked to people who won't put him in the top three, and I wow, think really? that's baffling. Who are those people? Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, he's been one of the right? most productive, and and look, I mean, you can't count. And Derek Carr's his guy, so he would never say this. But right. getting balls from Aaron Rodgers and getting balls from Derek Carr are totally different tiers. Right, and and he still caught a hundred of them last year for fifteen hundred yards and fourteen touchdowns. And it I mean. sounds cliche, but I think Devontae Adams is like truly an artist at wide receiver and how he approaches it, how he handles media, but also in his route running and his releases and how he reads the game and just some of the catches he can make and, and you know, just the delay of hands in central situations. I just he's my favorite player in the NFL. And to me can the most tell? impressive thing about Devontae Adams is how he overcame the incredibly bad coaching of Josh McDaniel last year to still have a big season, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. they they then they took his quarterback, replaced him with Jimmy Garoppolo, who is is that even a step up from Derek Carr? I don't know. Yeah, and Devontae oh. Adams, he took the high road and all of that too. I'm sure he felt some type of way about the offense and how Derek Carr was performing, but also that's his guy and wanted to talk to you know. But he took the high road. Yeah, you know, look, I mean, I don't. <clears throat> Any sort of Josh McDaniel team, man. I mean, I, I've gone off. I know I went off about different coaches in the past, but Josh McDaniel is a guy. I mean, he, he has a baffling career, too. And I thought when he took over that Raiders team, I thought that was a team that was ready to compete for a playoff mm-hmm. spot or even go mm-hmm. further. They were right there. And he took that thing apart. I mean, he he simply dismantled a very talented Raiders team, divided it, got rid of the quarterback. I don't know when Josh Jacobs is, is even coming back to camp. And now Devontae Adams going down. So, man, everything always just crumbles around Josh McDaniels. And you know what? Jimmy, Gar- <clears throat> Jimmy Garoppolo has had about a couple surgeries at this point. Right. Does he ever make it through an entire season? I mean, I don't know. I do think Jimmy Garoppolo gets a little hated on. I do think he's a decent quarterback. I think I would take him over some other guys. Um, however, I'm not sitting here saying he's like. What guys? What guys? Let me think about it. I I might get crap for this. I would take him over Kirk Cousins any day. I'm not a see, Captain Kirk fan. It's not personal. It's just football. See, see, to me, they're all in that same group, though. To me, I, 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 I say, okay, I, I agree with you. I yeah. agree with you. 
But are you taking Kirk Cousins or Jimmy Garoppolo? Hmm. I can't say Jimmy Garoppolo. Today. What time is game time? Right? <laughs> that thing, that's the key when it comes to Kirk Cousins. If it's a Sunday at 1 p.m. game, give me Kirk Cousins all day. But don't if forget. If it's a Monday night game, give me Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy has gotten you in the playoffs and has won playoff games. He, he got to the Super Bowl, you know. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not. But, yeah, let's trust Jimmy and talk about Kirk. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, like I say, it depends on when the game is. I mean, we all know if it's not Sunday at 1 o'clock, Kirk Cousins is not going to play good, right? So, yeah, if it's Jimmy Garoppolo, if it's 4 p.m., if it's I a Sunday morning, I don't know if the stat still remains, but in my time in the NFC North, uh, Kirk Cousins was like 0 and 7 on Monday night football. Yeah, he's, he's like, I mean, just. And I don't know if he broke that or not yet. <laughs> Um, but that made me laugh because it was like the curse that like haunted Kirk Cousins. I, I want to say he maybe broke it in the last year or two, if I can remember correctly. I gotta, I gotta look at that now. Sorry, that's, I don't watch missing. Vikings games enough. No, no, no. It's, it's kind of funny. I, it, like, it was two and ten. He's two and ten two on Monday night games in his okay. career, right? But he has a really bad record when he's not playing a Sunday at one o'clock. Like, it's just not even. Um, it's past his bedtime. It, it's gotta be. I don't know. Did you watch the quarterback show? I watched him some and of his that, wife yeah. seem sweet. They seem like they have good heads on their shoulders, but also yeah. like. So boring. You know he was going to bed at like 8.30 and puts the kids to bed, watches, I don't know, what do boring people watch on TV before they go to bed? MASH. Nah, that's so, that's like old people, I Okay, like. so Kirk Cousins. What do they over. watch? Yellowstone. No, I watch Yellowstone. That's, that's, just, that's, that's rude. <laughs> well, what does that say then, Bailey? I'm just saying. I am you, not a boring that. person. No, no. <laughs> I am not a boring person. And Yellowstone is a fabulous show. I will not take that slander, Brett. Anyway, Strike. Okay, let's just move on before this goes off the rails. All completely. right, so let's finish up. So, so of all the people who won't be playing preseason uh, games or the first preseason game, like Desmond Ritter and two and those guys, uh, apparently Stetson Bennett will. So right now it's kind of uh, up in the air whether he'll get the start in their uh, game against uh, in their preseason opener tomorrow. Uh, but it's going to be kind of cool, right? I mean, obviously, UGA product, so there's a lot of interest of people around here to see what Stetson will be uh, in that Rams offense. But that seems to be the kind of uh, situation, kind of ideal for him, right? I mean, he's backing up another dog. Yeah, uh, so you know. here's my take. And you know what? I'm not new here. I'm about three weeks in. But we have yet to talk about Stetson Bennett and my opinion of go. him. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Um, His time in the league will be shorter than Jake Fromm's. Wow. Okay. Uh, Didn't see that one coming. Stetson Bennett, yes, he's won championships. Woo. Yes, he can throw the ball. That man is smaller than I am. Wow. Tell me I'm wrong. He's I, on a good before. day, a solid 5'10". Not a big dude. I, I've been next to him before. And there's yeah. no meat on his bones. What I mean by that, okay, Baker Mayfield was short, six foot flat. But he's thick. Yeah, he's probably taller than, than, than Correct. Seth, you know. he, so yeah. he's taller and he's thicker. Yeah. That matters at quarterback. Yes. I'll see you there. That matters at quarterback. But I think when we think about what Stetson Bennett can be or what he's expected to be, I think it's reasonable to believe that Stetson Bennett could play in the league for 8 to 10 years as a solid backup quarterback. When you think about so many guys who've been in the league for a long time doing next to nothing, right? I mean, guys like Chase Daniel. That guy's bagged like 40 or 50, like a crazy amount of money as a backup quarterback. He was short. Yeah, but those but quarterbacks was, are also like more pro-typical quarterbacks. 
Chase is a small guy. Yeah, and even guys that were, that in college you could deem better than Stetson, no matter the championships, the Baker Mayfields of the world, the Sam Darnolds of the world, they panned out to do what in the NFL? Lose a lot of starting jobs. Yeah, I mean, look, I think if you're just going by physical attributes, I, I see what you mean. But Stetson just seems to be, he's a different kind of guy. Like, I think he's going to be the kind of guy that's going to study. He's going to do whatever it takes to keep a he's job. He's also a guy NFL. who's had a lot of off-field issues. Okay, yeah, he had to knock so, on people's doors, right, and drunk and everything. <laughs> get it together. He's how old? He was 27, 25, 26 he's in about, college? He's he got to be about, what, about 40 now? No, I'm joking. Uh, no, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I know, yeah. Like, I mean, grow up, Peter Pan. For sure. Look, I mean, so I, I understand So I, I hope concerns. he proves me wrong. I'm not saying he's not talented. My hot take would be that he has a short-lived NFL career. I'm going to go, I think he's going to have a 10 to 12 year NFL career. I, Bro, you're crazy. Seriously. I mean, I watch guys like, look, I remember when, when and I'm going to make some, some NFL comparisons, Colt McCoy. When I first saw Colt McCoy, there were a lot of people who said the same things about him. Uh, I, because I covered him with the Browns. He was a small guy, kind of a college superstar. Colt McCoy but is still miserable. bigger than Stetson Bennett. A little bit. I mean, he's about, what, about 6'1", maybe. So, it's, yeah, he's a little bigger. But I think he's the same kind of guy also, from the standpoint is that he's going to study. He's going to do all the right things to be prepared, which is kind of what you want from a backup quarterback, right? For Stetson Bennett, do you think he's as good if he's not playing for Georgia? You were only as okay. great as your weakest link. Yeah, well, maybe So if not, you take but... away the two championships and go off just raw skill and talent. Well, we can't just take away the championships. He, he helped win them, right? But that doesn't – it's a team sport, is it not? <laughs> well, yeah, I, but he did his job, though. Like, watch him last year. Like I watched No, him and I, I don't want to discredit that. I agree with you. Really he did, did job, what though. he needed to do as a quarterback. What I'm saying is – I just I, – you know, I think it's wild to say he's going to be in the league for 10 to 12 years. See, there's a lot of guys, though, man. I mean, when you think of guys like – there's a lot of guys who will be starting this season, like games because quarterbacks will go down, and you'll be like, he's still in the league? That guy's still playing? Like Colt McCoy, seriously, he's like 34. You could look and, at and Taylor Heineke. Him. But know. I – Taylor Heineke has never too. had any off-field issues – I have not. I, I have to say this. I have not seen Stetson Bennett's work ethic, but I would. I would think that Taylor cool. Heineke's work ethic is better, just because of how long Man. he's lasted in the league. I would also Stetson. say Taylor Heineke is thicker and stronger than Stetson Bennett. It's killing Stetson. I, look, I, I, look. It, we'll revisit this in ten years. Yes. All right? Okay. God you come find me. I'm yeah. Come find, come you find me. Let's at, talk about where it. I'm at because I think he's going to have a ten to twelve year career. Like I say, no, not necessarily any better or any worse than like a Chase Daniel or a Colt McCoy. Where look, and that's one of the best jobs to have in pro football, really, right? To be a backup mm-hmm. quarterback. I mean, you could bank thirty, forty, fifty million dollars, and they'll never see you play. Well, they'll, they'll depend. See you play like four times, de- that's maybe. so dependent on the backup. Like Jacoby Brissett has made $40 million, but that's because Jacoby Brissett is a hard worker. He studies. He's a great team guy, which is why he keeps making teams. And, oh, by the way, like he's decent. He can win you games. He can put you guys in positions to win the game. Now, is he going to win the game with 30 seconds and it's a tied ball game and, you know, it's fourth down? Probably not. No. But. We saw that. If you no. can get ahead early and put your team in better positions early, yeah, he can manage. He's a he's a manager. All right. Well, Ellie's gonna wrap us up here pretty soon. So so let's let's get some into what's on your mind heading to the weekend. Um, heading into the weekend, Beyonce is in town. Of course. And of course. I am a massive Beyonce fan. 
I have seen every concert of hers, and I am going Saturday, and I cannot wait. So Beyonce is on my mind. What if it's breaking sports news? You gonna come in and join us tomorrow? What kind of caliber of breaking sports news? Maybe I'll start drinking early so I can't. I think I that's the key. Some. I'm no. sorry, I'm one beer deep and I'm not going to be able to make it. No, that's pretty cool. That's all you've been hearing about is Beyonce in town this this weekend. So, what's um, on your mind, Scotty Scott? You know what? What's on my mind is I'm going to be. <laughs> it's, it was it was just really cool. I, I saw it and I just kind of glanced down here. I thought it was funny. Uh, you know, Jason, uh, what's his first name again? Hart. Jo- Josh Hart, Josh I'm sorry, Hart. For, for the Knicks. It was kind of funny. I don't know why I thought this was funny. It just I didn't want to pick something that was traditional. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson tweeted about, about his teammate Josh Hart, who was sitting at a table after he had gotten uh, stood up on a date. He was sitting there, and he's eating a steak by himself. And he's like, come on, man. People nowadays, why are they uh, posting pictures of guys wedding? Don't you guys have a life? And I just thought that was so funny because, man, when you're a professional athlete, you don't catch no breaks, you know. I mean, everything is open for you. I want to know the girl who stood him up on a date. We need to interview her. Less about Josh Hart eating a steak. Boo-hoo. He can cry into his $81 million dollars. Hopefully it was a good steak and he got a glass of wine with it. But I want to talk to the girl who stood him up. That's kind of crazy. And why? NBA player. That's 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 wild. Look, hey, you know. <laughs> so so let me say, going to the weekend here. Um, you can also catch the sports tonight. Uh, you can catch this show on a podcast, right? So if you're driving home right now mm-hmm. or any time during the week and you can't really watch us or whatever, you don't have that sort of time. Tune in wherever you watch your podcast at, whether it's Spotify, Apple, wherever. Look up. A&F Plus Sports Tonight and listen to us because we have a lot to say. All right. Always. All right. So everybody have a good weekend. Enjoy some football. Watch a lot of uh, preseason football here. A lot of teams playing. A lot of teams quarterbacks will be playing, unlike the Falcons quarterback uh, who will be He's sitting out tonight. about it. Yeah, man. You know, so. But that's all good, though. So, Bailey, it's been fun. Nice spirit Always. debates again. Always. Tennis 12-year career from Stetson Bennett Wright. Sorry, man. Hopefully he doesn't listen. All right, we're out of here. Take care.